Welcome back to the PFC Podcast. The views and opinions you are about to hear are the speakers and do not necessarily reflect those of anyone else. Now on to the podcast. Welcome back to the PFC Podcast. Today I am with uh, Josh and Jeremy and we are going to talk all things SOMC. How are you guys doing? Good. 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 We're not bad. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> A little bit uh, brain tired, but uh, yeah. Yeah. we're here. So how was uh, training today? That's better for me than it was for Jeremy, that's for sure. Right? <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, apparently it's frowned upon if you try to cover uh, ET tubes. <laughs> yeah. anyway, who, who knew? Who knew? Yeah. Just trying to injure Lane early is what you <laughs> Food was cooking, boys. <laughs> oh, man. No, it was good. It was really good training. It, good uh, deal. Yeah. I'm a little exhausted, but yeah. yeah. It's all part of it, right? Yeah. Cool. So... Uh, for those who may not know, would you guys mind doing a real quick intro? Yeah, so uh, I am Josh. I am the CEO and founder of the Special Operations Medic Coalition, a 501c3 nonprofit um, to support special operations medics and help their transition from battlefield provider to their own professional. <laughs> and I'm Jeremy. I'm a COO, I think mostly by default, being mm-hmm. friends with Josh. Yep. Well, friends is a strong word, but keep <laughs> Friend is a strong, I just kind of hang around. Um, no, so I'm the COO of it. And basically what we do is, um, is I oversee the programs uh, that we start and, and which we'll, uh, we'll talk about later. But uh, I'm kind of Josh's right-hand man. All right. Very good. Um, so... You know, what is SOMC? What's kind of SOMC's focus? Yeah, so uh, like I said earlier, I guess um, I can speak straight for talk about the vision. So, um, you know, SOMC envisions every special operations medic having the uh, resources necessary to enhance their careers, capabilities, and their community. So that's the vision. Um, that's what we would ultimately love to see happen. Um, and how we get there, basically our mission is we just advocate for the special operations medic and we assist in their transition from battlefield provider to veteran professional. So it kind of goes back in my spiel as it started in the team room. We had a, if you go to any team room, you know, you'll sit down and guys always bitch complain. They talk about the same stuff. You know, we're not, we're not getting enough out of our training. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do when I get out. I don't have the, the certifications and everything else. So taking all that, I had the opportunity uh, to say, Hey, let's, uh, let's see if we can do something about this. And over the past two years now, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Man. Two years. It started off as one thing and it's it's grown. It's continuing to grow based off the needs of the community and where we could fit. So I started this nonprofit with uh, some friends here um, and we are focused on that advocation as the big part of it. Basically teaching the community, the civilian community, what it is to be a special operations medic because we see ourselves as a rare breed and an asset to the civilian community eventually. And then trying to solve that problem, which is how do we get to the civilian sector? How do we become that veteran professional? Uh, How do we take what we've learned and transition that? And then from doing that, we came up with our programs. And so um, our objectives are to focus on the careers, the capabilities, and the community of the special operations medic because those are the three fields that I think we all think we can enhance the most and kind of help, right? So. Yeah. No, it, it, it's funny. We started out two years ago and we were just, uh, truth be told, around a Waffle House table. Yeah. Uh, sure. And, and uh, 
and the idea, Josh's idea, came from the team room and brought it back to to us. And as we sat there and chewed on it, literally and uh, and metaphorically, and then <laughs> we, Samsi has grown so much and morphed into into what it is, and we're continuing to evolve. And I mean, look at when we went through, you know, Sockham and mm-hmm. and. 18 Delta is yeah. like where medicine was then now versus now. Yeah. And, you know, we have very similar uh, transitioned with the times and transitioned with what is needed because when, you know, in the team room and us, when we started this, it was, hey, this is what we envision, this is what we do. But the more we talk to soft medics, the more involved yeah. we got. And like Josh said, with talking with civilian providers, you know, who we're advocating the soft medic for, uh, or two, it's how do we better do that? So let's evolve our way of thinking, how we present ourselves, uh, the terminology, the lingo to, to make that, uh, transition seamless to the, the PAs, the doctors, the lawyers, the uh, MBAs, Mm -hmm. you know, anywhere that a soft medic want, wants to transition to. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, so. One of the big things that we did is we we broke down on those three objectives, and then we focused on what programs could we really start to help. Um, so we focused on putting out some content, and if you guys have heard we have a podcast, um, we have our webinars, and we have uh, YouTube channel. We have the YouTube channel that we put those webinars and other things on, and that was kind of focusing on the capabilities in some of the career. So like, hey guys, this is giving back. This is free content for you to look at and you know get better at your craft. We're not trying to make any money off it. Membership to SOMC is completely free. Um, and as much of our programs and resources that we have, we're gonna try to always keep free for the special operations medic. Not, mm, let me correct you, oh, not try to. <laughs> we will. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. The SOMC membership <laughs> will always be free yep. for the soft medic. Yeah. Then that is something we're we're adamant about, and that's why I kind of wanted to just clear up any no, yeah. any confusion yeah. with your very very poor choice of words. <laughs> so the oh, right it, man. <laughs> so, but but that's yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do believe soft medics are a rare breed, and we do a lot um, throughout all of our communities uh, through the the NSW, the MARSOC, the 18 Delta. Yeah. I mean. It, Extreme. Specifically, the 18 Delta. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Just, uh, do we really want to do this? No, <laughs> no but um, so being able to, you totally made me lose my train of thought, which is not hard. No. Um, <laughs> They're not laughing with you. <laughs> Where was I going with that? Oh, no, just letting it go. Yeah, t man. Um, no, we, we are, we, we put ourselves out there so much. And the last thing we want to do is, I mean, how many memberships are we a part of uh, in general? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, God, here's, all right, here's another $20 or here's another $40 just taxing on us that much. Yeah. So this, the, the SOMC will, uh, the, the soft medics will always have full access to the SOMC and our programs yeah. free. Yeah. And I think much like you guys, you know, like with PFC.org, like you guys work really hard to put out free content to everybody. And that's, that's really important because, you know, with your podcast and everything else, I found myself as a junior guy in the community 
using that as a resource to make myself better. So I felt like, hey, we should do that as well. Give back to the community. Let's give out free resources and content. The other side of that is the big complaint we always found and was guys were like, how do I get to this next point in my career? So we, as special operations medics, we work tirelessly at our craft, always giving, 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 selflessly sacrificing because honestly, like we love the job probably a little sadistic <laughs> yeah and and you know it's we understand that the ultimate cost of, of not being good at our craft so we usually ignore a lot of our own personal advancement as far as careers go education goes and those things so taking that into account we were like well that's a great way to give back that's a great way to to that's a program we need to focus on so that's where our education side of the house our education ambassador program our mentorship program all those those programs came from was to set up a way to help these guys, help ourselves, help other people's transition to the veteran professional. When I say veteran professional, we're not only talking the medical field, guys who want to obviously want to be PAs, doctors, nurses, so on and so forth, but people who maybe just want to be, get their MBA or they want to, you know, just get a bachelor's in, you know, ag science. I don't know, whatever they want. Underwater basket weaving. Correct. That's my goal. Solid, yeah. <laughs> set your standards low, always make yourself proud. Yeah, you've been at it for like six years. Maybe you <laughs> but so, so um, that's where other members of our team, uh, Ricky Ditzel, um, if you guys know him, he's a 160th medic, uh, recently got out, um, and he's a huge help in the education side of the house. That's an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> him and the next person I'm pretty sure you're about to mention. Will Eisenhart yep. and then uh, uh, Rico and Pesky as well. They've, they've all been working uh, side by side on the education side of the house. Um, and that's really been a, an underground, as Will would say, an insurgency to advocate and then get the universities, the higher education centers to start understanding what we do and get them on board to want to play ball with the special operations medic. Because it, it, it never fails. We see it time and time again and guys will put in to go to med school, they'll put in for PA or they'll put in to just do anything in general and they're not, they're, their past experiences, their career, their skills really aren't taken that much into account. You know, it's, it's sad, but it's true because it's, it's really pretty objective to the, the university. They don't see much between the, you know, 20 something year old applying straight out of high school and the guy who's put in, you know, 10 plus years special operations experience in multiple combats. It's sad to say, but it really is. It's it's. Yeah. I mean, we had to talk about, you know, most PAs in med schools uh, require patient hours and, you know, PA and doctor shadowing. Mm -hmm. And the running joke was, is like, I've taken care of more dudes in the barracks than any, like I, I passed that patient hours in one month. Yeah. <laughs> as, as far as like just taking care of care <laughs> of dudes or sitting in the you know, battalion surgeon's office uh, discussing patients or when you run into each other, catching up on patients that yeah. you've seen, like just in that in general, yeah. but conveying that to the universities, uh, the admission boards, like how do we get that on paper? Yeah. Uh, how do we, uh, how do we work with speak you? that lingo? And yeah, Ricky Ditzel and, and will have been, I mean, talk about insurgency, you dub. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have, these guys are crushing it. They have been in some meetings and the, cool. we had one and I, I don't even know why I was on the zoom call, <laughs> but I sat there, shut up and colored and, yeah. and, yeah. and learned. Yeah. And, uh, so will, uh, so Ricky and them, one of the big things, so will himself is in the Yale online PA program. So he's in his second year finishing up. Um, Ricky's uh, doing his post back at George Washington, I believe. 
He's gonna be mad. Yeah, he, he, he's our friend. Don't even know me. <laughs> he's told us like nine times. But I know he got his undergrad. Yeah, for, uh, from G Dub. Yeah, because he got his degree in what I'm going for. Right, basket weaving. <laughs> yeah, down in my drop in Dennis. I appreciate that. But yes, it is a. Uh, it is basket weaving. Um, and then so we we're also working with several other. Um, Colleges and universities. So Columbia's Milvet program has been great. They were working with us. Phenomenal. Us. Yeah. So creating those relationships with not only the veteran side of the house and the universities, but also the um, the admissions. So WVU, amazing program. Shout out to them. So their their special operations medic program that they have down there for their med school. Awesome. So they've been nothing but helpful in trying to get good candidates through us to their program. They, pro they provided a webinar on their entire program. So um, th that's one re relationship we have. Uh, Mount Sinai is another relationship. Um, that Ricky you know, Ditzel has, has groomed, fostered and groomed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Even John Hopkins, we have some, some, some connections up there, friends who are trying to help get more special operations medics into their programs because they're starting to see the benefit of, yeah, okay, if I can get this guy he up here, mentor him, groom him, get him through the process. He's probably going to do pretty well. He's going to make yeah. it through. And then on the back end, he's got tons of experience and the mindset that I'm looking for to be a great doctor, PA, you know, Fortune 500 CEO, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so would you say as far as these programs go, it's more of an education to the hospital staff or um, showing guys how to kind of clean up the resume, clean up their application? Well, it's not just for, like, I know um, we've hit the, the medical side of the yeah. civilian, but it, it is, it's not just that. Uh, so we have, um, we have former soft medics that have gone on to, um, what's the word? They have gone on to get their uh, MBAs. Yeah. And, and one of our programs is an education ambassador yeah. and a mentorship there's two, two different uh programs but it's so when you do no matter what it is we want soft medics that have gone and and chose all different walks uh of life uh after their time serving and for it's that transition to where i can talk to somebody who's ate that same mud as i am uh, as i have and to go through and understands what my capabilities are and and being able to, hey, this process is going to be this, this, and this. It's very similar to how we did this. Mm. Um, so being able to speak the, the lingo with the education ambassador and the mentor, yeah. uh, being able to speak the language of that university yeah. or that program and being able to convey it to us mm -hmm. um, as a soft medic, knowing our background. I think because I that's a big thing. I mean, how many times have we been somewhere and we have to give a capes brief of every time <laughs> like who we are. Yep. And, yeah. and, and it doesn't matter how many rotations have gone through, you know, yeah. um, like even the soccer rotations, we've been there for like 20 years yeah. and students are still saying like, they don't know what a soccer is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At this point, you almost feel like that would be part of their end doc when they get hired in the hospital. Right. Yeah, so I think the you know Jeremy put it great. So the the mentorship program that we have is more of a community program that's focused on putting you in one-on-one -on -one contact with an individual in the professional realm, so you can 
help you with whatever your goal is, right? So give you some professional mentorship and grooming. Like if you need help with your resume, you're looking at career choices, whatever it may be, that'll put you one-on-one with that person. The education ambassador side of the house is us directly connecting with a liaison with a, with a university to help streamline that process, whether it's through advocating for, for you or getting in with their veteran program that they have and putting a person in place so that when you click the button or you go see them, they're going to help you get your package in. They're going to help you with your admissions process. They're going to help you for your interview, whatever it may be, so that you can get your package to the top of the stack. Or they're going to know that, okay, this you do weigh a little bit heavier than the, the average Joe who's coming through here. That's that's the goal for us. You know? Yeah. No, outstanding. I mean, obviously, you know, you're at it been two years. But, uh, you know, have you had... Yeah. success have you had multiple guys going through this i mean yeah so we've had a like i said it started off slow um a lot of learning on our part and then the big thing is we started finding a call to action in different places um once covid hit that was kind of our first real call to action where we started getting personally hit up and asked by people on the civilian side of the house hey could you guys help out with this is this something that's we need special operations medics. We know you guys work in this realm. We know that you do things. Um, Doc Rush put out a call at one point, um, basically looking for help in New York and other areas. So we actually had members of our team go up there to New York. Um, the Ryan Larkin Field Hospital um, was a, through New York Presbyterian, was really our first opportunity to be like, hey, let's do something guys like let's let's prove that we're here for a reason we're, we're all about what we say we're going to do so when our when our team went up there we had a member who was involved with pretty much well ricky let's not sugarcoat it ricky Dizzle was 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 part of some of the hiring process and staffing and working up there and um creating a team to help with the um Basically, step down was what Ryan Larkin was to, to, for COVID uh, positive patients. And he put soft medics in a position that I don't think anywhere else, anyone else would have let them be in that position. Basically put them at the level of RNs or higher mm-hmm. to run trauma teams and run these these COVID it, patient teams. Not, not even just running trauma teams. They were uh, team leads. So team they were, leads, they were yeah. managing... Yeah. a whole other teams, numerous other yeah, teams. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And it was like when he broke it down to us of how it was all laid out. I mean, there were soft medics yeah. that were what, leading 20, 20 some odd people yeah. that were different teams and yeah. um, orga- organizing that. And it was just yeah. almost, and it was, I don't want to speak for Ricky, but from what he says, like it was just almost seamless. Like the, the soft medics went in there and stepped up and it got the attention of the physicians yeah. of that to like these guys. And Ricky, again, he was in charge of building all that yeah. and saw what he could do. Yeah. And so that, I mean, that speaks well, volumes yeah. of. It opened doors is what it did. Right. Yeah. So basically they had New York wave a bunch of their, um, I guess, restrictions, regulations on what dictates what is an RN. And even after the fact, they allowed these soft medics to go work at New York Prez and kind of waive some of their their regulations to allow them to work in PA capacities 
in, in certain areas of the hospital where they were doing things. He was on a trike, uh, trait clinic or yeah, COVID, COVID trait team. He was on a COVID trait team and they, they just because of his experience and his ability, they were like, Hey, you, you're an asset. You have this skill. We need you for this skill. We're going to say that you're basically working as a PA right now. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. And so that opened it up opportunities in New York that, you know, are pretty awesome. So our, our, our organization saw that need. We supported them financially. The, the members, the soft medics going up there, we ended up raising over $4,000 for, for that whole operation, getting them equipment and things that they needed to start their whole operations. And we had Patagonia helped us, uh, Black Rifle, Axe Coffee. Bang. Uh, bang. Yeah. Yeah, bang. <laughs> yeah, which is always nice. Bang. So, 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 yes. so what's what's the best thing to send a bunch of medics at a hospital? Bang. Bang. <laughs> what's a great thing to send soft medics in general? Bang. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that was pretty awesome. And then after that, um, some of the, so, uh, well, go well we also raised money to donate. Right. Yeah. So, so, uh, one thing that we wanted to do is, um, you know, Ryan Larkin was, um, a seal that, um, struggled with a TBI and, and, um, well, he, yeah. he ultimately he was a, he was a special operations medic. He, he was a SEAL who lost he, you know, lost his life to TBI, PTSD, other issues that he had post um, leaving the military, and and so we wanted we wanted to do something about because that's I mean that's a big problem for us too. It's kind of a another avenue that we found ourselves involved with because not only as soft medics do we have to be caregivers and treat this, but we also have to deal with it in our own community, like. Hey guys, we're not immune. We also suffer from this as well. Um, and again, we selflessly just do our jobs and don't think about ourselves. So we were like, let's let's give back. And we ended up raising about twenty one hundred dollars um, from that to directly go towards TBI research. Um, and so that fund is still going on. We actually just had another fundraiser. Um, I'm going to look at the numbers because I don't want to get this wrong because our director. Um, will be upset. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're definitely going to see her. Yeah, uh, actually, it was also the money from the Brian Larkin Field Hospital that ended up going towards the uh, TBI research. So that forty five hundred dollars, nice. and then um, our director and Mariah, our fundraising director, just did a forty eight hour or forty eight mile. Go ahead. 40, 48, 48 mile, twenty four hour. Uh, run to raise awareness for TBI. And they raised $2,100 nice. for that. Nice. And so that money's all going to go into a fund. Um, we have another event coming up here soon. I don't know if we'll, I'm, I'm allowed to to release it. You might want to text the I'm director. Gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave the director alone right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, there's another event that will come up soon um, that's going to be... Which, hold, hold, which, by the way, I got to give a shout out. Yeah. So the, the 24-hour uh, run that did they did it was every hour on the hour they ran two miles and uh josh and i just came back from some training and we were <laughs> we dropped the ball pretty hard on on supporting the, these two women hard uh because we were i literally woke up that morning and was i think my bag was still in the back of the truck <laughs> i was confused on when the time was i was yeah. i was texting other people like are they running because i didn't want to leave my house and like open up was they were running like oh good morning uh, we're doing this it's nice to see you waking up yeah but talk about just being humbled yeah uh, like two women who, who want to do this to raise tbi awareness yeah. like just that amazing 100%. cost but also just the 
the willpower and the the tenacity they had to to do that it was grueling yeah and all i mean we really didn't do much no i I ran (laughs) the last few legs uh with the with our director katie and uh i was tired (laughs) yeah you ran you ran well and I say run. You, I say you moved run. in that direction. In that. There was no run. I, wanted, I don't know if it was running, but you moved in that direction in a faster than walk pace. Yeah, exactly. uh, and but he, I was even worse than that. I drove your side by side and dropped you guys off at the start, like and, then, the and then picked you up. And in between each two mile, I just slept in my truck because the bugs were so bad. Like I. But it, it, I mean, it was, that was an amazing thing to, yeah. to watch and witness just yeah. two people who, who aren't, uh, part of special operations. They're not operators. There's no, no need for them. Uh, no need for them to do that. But just the passion they have towards, uh, the, the and TBI research to raise that money. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was honestly very humbling yeah. and amazing to watch. Yeah. And so with that money, we're, we're working with an organization right now who's going to use that money uh, to, one, uh, treat some members of, of the special operations community and use that treatment to go into TBI research and further TBI research. So that's the ultimate goal of that. Um, yeah, so those are some of the big things that we've done. This year, we're going to actually be giving out an education grant. So, uh, that'll yeah, be our ding, ding. That's yeah. our, that's ding, our ding, big key go. point. Right. <laughs> if you want to listen, listen to this. Yeah, point. listen to this. Okay. So you want some money. <laughs> <laughs> so what does it take to get that? Um, so yeah, there's going to be, uh, a, a process. <laughs> oh. So this, uh, we're actually, we're finalizing all the details of the application process. It's going to involve, uh, some giving back to the community. If you do receive that, um, you will have to put in and formally, uh, I think there's going to be an essay portion to it, writing up why you need it, what are you going to do with it. Um, and then the candidates, that's all going to go to our board and they're going to vote on that. Um, it's not going to be a large, uh, it's, I mean, any money's large at this point. So it's a thousand, a thousand dollar grant is what it's going to be starting out. And we would like to grow that over time, but that's where we're starting this year. Um, and yeah, that's another side of our education side of the house where we're just going to give back to the soft medic and help them out again, free to the soft medic. There it is. Once yeah. Again. <laughs> I, I was, if you weren't going to hit it, I was, I was, I had, I had that in the chamber. Not going to cost you anything. Um, but yeah, if we can continue to do what we're doing and grow, I think we're going to be able to keep giving back that way. I think the education side of the house is slowly becoming every time we sit down, I think we did a tech med conference. The first question that was asked is, so, uh, what are you guys doing to get capabilities and my credentials on the civilian side? Uh, yeah. I basically want to be a PA when I get out. How am I going to do that? I was like, oh, dude, thanks. Thanks for that being the first question. But it, it happened. I'm sorry I brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Jeremy. Just put me on the spot. <laughs> but it, it, it really is. It's something guys are passionate about. Because yeah. they, they want to do this job, but they want to do this job and get paid. It, they want to, <laughs> well, yeah. And, and yeah, so like a lot of the guys, uh, myself for one, I'll, I'll say it's like, I'm not ready to hang up my boots. My teammates may be ready for me to hang up my boots, <laughs> but. Yeah, and your peers. And, and your peers. <laughs> well, I mean, are we really peers, Josh? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but. Uh, I, I, I'm not ready to give it up. And I think a lot of guys seen that, but we're, we're in our careers where we want to plan. I mean, this is why none of our processes are, are short. It's not like, Oh yeah, I started January and I finished March and yeah. you know, now I'm an 18 Delta. It just yeah. no. doesn't happen like that. So 
we have this ability to to plan out and and be very proactive with our goals so a lot of us start it uh years before we're, we're ready to get out and so being able to to do that and to get that transition started no matter what it is years before we go out and and again it, it's the education side of the house is is yeah. again evolving anything uh, yeah. like medicine has over the years we have evolved and we're um keeping our ear to the ground and it definitely seems to be like hey this is what i've done this is who i am yeah what trans what translates to the civilian world for well, this and there's it's it's frustrating whenever you go to apply to college and it's like here's here's 60 credits bunch of them are your elective credits and then you know you got a couple <laughs> biology oh uh, no those don't count <laughs> and then yeah. you have you know maybe a math credit or something with science <laughs> yeah, cool your physical education is taken <laughs> care of, taken yeah. Care of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 no that's which, just, which is awesome because honestly when when i am doing school all i want to do is just not do some homework <laughs> and go work out so yeah. i'm glad my physical education is taken care of yeah you know and then outside of that you know and and Sockham's great you know but you you get your paramedic and you get out and you're like whoa it doesn't really equate, you know, guys aren't going to find a huge amount of job satis satisfaction. They might even find some frustration going into the civilian world just to, you know, and I don't say just because paramedics, they do a lot out there, but they go out and become paramedics. They're like, it's not the same. You know, yep. you're not well, going to get the same gratification, the same, you know. Well, I mean, we, we've we've all worked with autonomy yep. for, for so yep. long and, and being able to now transition to civilian world where almost like big brothers watching in all avenues yeah I, I mean people who want to get their uh who've worked their butt off and got their undergrad while they're in using the tuition assistance and stuff yeah and then they want to go to do their mba mm -hmm. or or their masters in anything it's like we want we want to keep that autonomy i think that's what we all like and appreciate yeah 100%. so right. anything less than that it would seem like i'm we're taking a step right. back in my opinion yeah. Because you wouldn't join special operations if you liked being told what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was told I can grow my hair and put my hands in the pockets, and that was all right. I wanted. It wasn't true. <laughs> no, no, I think I got a text message about my haircut today. <laughs> but, yeah, they didn't no, even no. see you, and they knew. <laughs> <laughs> How did they know, though? Uh, no, it, yeah, we didn't, we didn't join this job to, you know, to have somebody micromanage us and, and do this because we're – well, not me, but other people yeah. that I've seen are able to to work in, in, in that capacity and plan and and be proactive to get their goals. Yeah. So it's, um, I don't know, anything less than that, I think we're doing a disservice to the soft medic. Yeah, yeah 100%. absolutely. Um, so, I mean, we beat the crap out of your education side, but yes. you have a couple others, <laughs> I believe. Well, we one thing that I think makes us unique outside of any other organization right now is we are international. Mm -hmm. So um, we have about 10 countries that are involved with SOMC. Um, they have liaisons. So if you go on our website and go to our international link, you'll find not only our uh, our director of international relations, Mike Tricconi, who is a um, prior Italian soft medic, uh, but you'll also find uh, liaisons from several different countries, Spain, Greece, Austria, um, Singapore, I think is another country. There's, yeah. there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of countries there, um, all who are, are trying to start their own, um, I guess, versions of SOMA and, and other things like they're really passionate about 
you know, standing up their, their support for their special operations medics. And so if you are in a country and you, you know, want to learn more, or you need support, or you want to be that person, you know, go ahead and reach out. Yeah. What's your international listeners? Like, what's, how, what, what are what, they like? They're yeah. super cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's the, what, what's the demographic on them? Like we reaching out to, uh, yeah, I mean, to the we get Republic China. of Congo. We get, yeah. we get China. Well, we all get well, China. Yeah, yeah, I was say, we all get China. Let's not, let's not claim stuff here. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, here. Shit. Let me, uh, what up? Oh, oh, he's got the stats. <laughs> Way to call my bluff there, yeah, Dennis. Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were the only ones. <laughs> cool. PFC is international, too. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. I'll find it. So continue to talk. Okay. Yeah. So it, we do have that. In, oh, we actually ended up doing a, um, oh, here we go. a, uh, the guess it wasn't a raffle, right? It was, it was a raffle and then a, uh, a submission for an opportunity to go to the international mountain path course through ragged edge solutions. They yes. went to the international mag, uh, uh, international. Remember what we said? Think about what we're going to say before we say it. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, I'm, international mountain path course so they were able to come down here we supported their ticket um we supported their their spot um and an international medic was came through got to go to the course get yeah. some swag and uh so yeah we give yeah. back to the international community as well outstanding um so i pulled it up so i'll just quickly run through the countries of course the united states canada australia new zealand um thank you uh united kingdom bosnia germany italy china Poland, Japan, Finland, Bolivia, Sweden, Norway, Netherlands, Russia, Portugal, Paraguay, India, Czech Republic, Estonia, Slovenia, and Djibouti. And that was today. In my heart of hearts, I feel like just half of them are collecting. <laughs> it still counts as a hit. <laughs> Don't take away from my numbers. Do we have that in our yeah, podcast okay, where we can see things like we that? We can see things, but it's not that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the director we, doesn't we, let you look. So. <laughs> we have United States. We have Mexico. <laughs> we have Canada. I can see that you're reading off your hand. <laughs> Yes, but your listeners couldn't, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, Dennis. And now they can. So, <laughs> uh, so. Um, yeah, so I think that's the, we have the international program. We have our education program. Our community programs focus on mentorship. So that's the big thing they're doing. Other than that, we're, we're trying to get content out there for the guys. Yeah. So we got our podcast. Mm -hmm. um, How many podcasts you got? I think uh, we just released our fifth our fifth podcast. Fifth. Fifth. One. Yeah, we did put out five. Holy crap. Five. We try, we try to stay consistent. Right. Uh, some of our staff are active duty, so it's yep. hard to stay consistent. Um, but yeah, so we, we put out our fifth, um, which was pretty good. Last one was just on research with uh, Ricky, basically just doing all of the brain stuff. Like I, it, I yeah, don't think he was... contributed at all to any of that. Dude. Well, I made jokes. <laughs> That's yeah. I, I made jokes. <laughs> That's uh, it. No, it, it was Ricky. It, it was uh, Bryce. Yep. Um, Brian. Uh, Brian. Who's all, Brian or Bryce is also. He did a podcast for us about his trip to Burma. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Brian Wang. Yep. Who um, I was. Uh, I was fortunate to, or I am fortunate to call a friend. Um, 
Again, he wouldn't say that, but yeah, he probably would. That dude is the most humble man who has yeah. no business being humble. Mm-hmm. If I was him, I promise you, you would definitely know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why I'm not. <laughs> so, uh, and then us two, um, joining that, yeah. but I mean that, but the great thing about that, our podcast is what we try to do is, is get a collective. I mean, yeah. uh, Bryce was a former uh, former Ranger, 160th guy. Yep. Um, Brian was a 18 Delta mm-hmm. after he became a neurosurgeon. Way to show off. Yeah. All right, uh, let's. You need to talk about that. So he was after he was a neurosurgeon. Yeah, yeah he went to neurosurgeon. <laughs> he was a neurosurgeon at the old Johnny Hopkins. <laughs> the old Johnny. <laughs> First of all, who does that? <laughs> so, so yeah, he, he went to 18 Delta and well, that's where, where I met him and instantaneously he was like, became my study partner. Um, but so, and then, which is great. Also part of our, uh, why the, the SOMC is a, I mean, see coalition mm-hmm. because we have such a, broad uh broad range of individuals part of it yeah um and then we have ricky who's a 160th medic yeah and uh, that was that was our last podcast please go and listen to it 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 is pretty informative and it's how to read research yeah i mean so yeah and you know what that sounds like a boring topic but let's be honest like how many soft medics have to actually go and dig into the research or well, should well, for, okay. for that matter. Prime example, mostly why I can't use big words right now <laughs> is because like today during the training uh, talking with a, a trauma surgeon mm-hmm. and you know, he's uh, all of our instructors. Uh, if you go to proper medical courses, um, <laughs> are, are of a uh, higher education. Right. And mm-hmm. so they, they publish papers uh, and, they cite research papers yeah. so being able to speak that lingo just as a professional uh, soft medic yeah uh, like understanding how to read research and yeah. being able to convey that automatically builds rapport like how many times did we talk about you know speaking the lingo of who you're doing a yeah. teleconference with yeah automatically builds that report it's the same thing correlation versus causation and all those things i don't <laughs> no <laughs> no but seriously i i think those and we did, that was our first soft medic round table. So what we want to do is bring the coalition in. We find doctors, we find topics, we find people who want to, that, that, you know, things that interest us and, you know, the community, and then we break it down, you know? So it, it, it goes into the science. It talks about why research is important, how to go through the research and, and understand what is crap and what is good and what you need to know, and what you don't need to know and how to digest it. But then at the end of it, Brian's just like, this is how I do it. and. It really, it, it sums it all up and it helps out. Well, yeah, again, like being able to, and I think all of our podcasts, I think a lot of problem, I think, uh, Dennis, why I think you do great in the PFC and why we tell all of our juniors, like, hey, on your way to and from work, like, listen to this podcast because it, I think with a lot of people get wrapped around there, like there's uh, EM Crit and these mm-hmm. other yeah. medical podcasts, yeah. but how does that relate to us? Yeah. Right. Uh, so I think the thing that the PFC podcast does, yeah. the SOMC, like, and I think what Josh and I's whole role with that research was, yeah. was, hey, let's dumb this down to like a simple folk, like right. us soft medics. Uh, mm-hmm. But in reality, like, that's what we want. I don't mm. want to, like, we can listen to all these podcasts with all these yeah. fancy names and you know, yeah. we have to keep a medical dictionary. Uh, readily available to look up what these are, mm-hmm. but being able to 
to bring it back down to the soft medic to how we can use this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just speaking for myself, obviously with the PFT podcast and of course with the SOMC podcast, you know, everything is about context. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So MCRIT, that's awesome. Smack is great. Yep. Um, there's a bunch of them, right? right? But they're very smart, but they're also, you have to keep in mind this out of context for what you're going to deal with. Unless of course you're going to work in a hospital Yeah. and now that's very much in context, right? Yeah. yeah. So my point of view is I try to take, something that's very relevant, you know, crush syndrome, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And get a very smart person far exceeding myself. <laughs> and I try to ask them the dumb questions that I'm sure one or two people have yep. and listen to what they got to say. Yeah. Um, if I can put them into a situation that makes it difficult for them, then um, if they can figure a way out of it, uh, awesome. Yeah. You know, that's helping the medic on the ground, if it gets to a point was like, dude, I can't get out of this. There's probably a medic out there that was like, yes, <laughs> yeah. because I was in that situation and I couldn't think my way out of it. Absolutely. And um, now I feel better about myself. Yeah. 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 On the other side of the house too, I had somebody the other day catch me in the hall. He's like, hey man, I listened to your podcast. It was pretty good. Um, it was the best one I ever heard. And I was like, oh, thanks. No, no. <laughs> he, um, he actually- well, There's five of them. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> me out again <laughs> so he's he's not a soft medic but he was like hey it's nice to like be able to listen and get an inside peek you know kind of like what we're doing and it's not like a bro vet thing you know yep. right? how many you get on a podcast you're like oh it's a military thing he's like dude's talking about bro vet stuff and you're just like oh my god yeah, <laughs> we, you, we get it you were a log statistician <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my motor g guy no war <laughs> this combat no i'm just <laughs> <laughs> we just insulted <laughs> so, so much trouble <laughs> yeah we're gonna get hate mail i was a supply guy <laughs> and i really didn't like what you said but, and this is why we get shitty men back. Exactly. No, this is why. That's fine. It's you know, it's like making fun of the Amish. You know, they're never gonna know. <laughs> that it, I'm still Fair. not. That one's good. But it, and that's I think that's another part of it too is because you find too many of these soft podcasts or webinars or YouTube videos or Instagram posts and guys are just bro vetting out. I mean, I don't really need. It. I'm not that cool. I don't really need that. Dude, if you're not wearing a grunt style shirt while you're, <laughs> while you're podcasting. Now you really did it. <laughs> they got they got people, man. <laughs> They're huge. Yeah. They're on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I think that's, and so outside of the podcast, um, we have our YouTube channel. We kind of, we've been posting our webinars on there right now. Yeah. We do, we're trying to do a webinar once a month. If you're a SOMC member, you get that free. Like we're going to send you a link. Um, once well, a soft, month. soft medic will be free. Soft medic will be free. And we're sending out the, the, the links to our members and you can get on listen like the last talk we had dr lim from scratch labs oh yeah whoa that guy talk about regressing back to a and p oh yeah man i was like like, when i was like getting my notes out i was like dennis talked about this (laughs) this hydration kidneys man (laughs) yeah he he was going into i mean i talked to a nephrologist (laughs) about some of the stuff and i was like Oh my God, that's what Dr. Makita said, <laughs> yeah. which actually coincidentally did a webinar for us. Webinar so to talk course. about like the broad spectrum of what we do on webinars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've had nephrologists, we had PAs who go to doctor yeah. or going to doctors, uh, Dr. Fisher, AKA St. Fisher. We had, uh, uh, oh wait, yeah, yeah go yeah. ahead. St. Fisher. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
fair enough. Yeah, you showed that to me earlier, and I was just waiting this whole time to plug that in. Drop that in. But uh, perfect. So, so we had him. Um, Chase Tuning. Chase, Chase Tuning yeah. from Everford Radio. Yeah, that was um, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, like we do have a a wide variety, a myriad, if you will. Uh, <laughs> you good? <laughs> I'm done using big words. Between treating patients today and using the word myriad, I'm done. So, um, so it, it, it's again just as well as our podcast, we want to catch a a broad spectrum of topics that will be useful yeah. to the soft medic. Yeah. And so that those webinars are good. You can catch them on YouTube after the fact, but the webinars are good because you get a good Q and a, I cut those out of the videos, obviously, but you get in there, you get a Q and a, when do you get to talk to Andy Fisher or get to talk to, you know, Dr. Do- Lim or Dr. Makita, Dr. Makita, like, or the Lauren from uh, WVU Lawrenceley from WVU on their program. Uh, to go to med schools and, and, and being able to do that is, is, you know, ever forward radio with chase tuning, yeah. like it, being able to talk to those individuals with the Q and a, that has been, uh, that alone, I think just cause again, with the Q and a, I have asked questions uh, much like your podcast where it's just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to ask this question because I'm sure there's somebody else out there that does not understand this quite like I do. But it's, uh, or maybe it's just me. I, I hear you laughing. I'm just going to take the joke out from, from you. <laughs> Anyways, no. So, I, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, did I get everything? I think there's a lot in there. Yeah, Webinar, YouTube, podcast, uh, mentorship, eth- or, uh, well, we're, we're, reformatting an athlete ambassador oh yeah yeah so we had an athlete ambassador program um that was kind of a community program and it was based off of supporting um i think we're having technical oh just turned us off sorry we'll just continue here just a second there it is all right we're back (laughs) so um yeah the athlete ambassador program was actually um it was you know athletes would go out do their sport of interest uh marathon whatever it may be and then we would support that athlete to do what it is that they're passionate about um in return they would advocate and then they would donate back to somc which would go towards our program so we kind of put that on the back burners because we got overwhelmed with stuff you know well well again like we've mentioned uh, i think like three times at this point uh we've evolved yeah Uh, the the athlete ambassador i think we found there's other uh foundations and associations that do that have been Mm -hmm. around a long time yeah um but what we have found i think are kind of are kind of niches with the our our kate our med director and and mariah our fundraiser is is I think we're kind of going to try to evolve that into, yeah. um, into our athlete ambassador running for TBI awareness. Yeah, we got a lot of support. Actually. That's not, uh, I just want to go on record. Nothing set in stone with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want Kate to. Yeah, she's like, what did you commit uh, me to? Yeah. You're just going to sign her up for events. <laughs> yeah. She signs, she signs us up. For yeah, she signs, <laughs> well, not me. I have the power to say no. 
<laughs> like, oh my God, I'm so busy. I can't do it. <laughs> what are you doing? I got to go do this thing. Yeah. Uh, Dennis assigned me some homework. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. But so, yeah, she signs you up. Not yeah. me. Well, and that's so that like their run that they did, uh, a lot of people actually were super supportive of it and then said they wanted to, to do it. So there is a possibility that that could be an opportunity in the future. So we might expand that as part of the education ambassador or not, right. sorry, athlete ambassador and bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. And and I think, again, it separates us. Uh, It's just not like, oh, man, I'm part of this foundation and I wear this cool tri suit. First of all, no one cares. (laughs) It's like, we get it, dude. You're a vegan doing triathlons. (laughs) Again, now you're insulting (laughs) vegans, man. We can need all the support we can get. You get triathletes, vegans. What what is it you got? Front style? So, anyone. Let's just say, hypothetically, I have a very distinctive voice. So if you know me, you know that cardio is for the weak and talentless. Okay. So if you're doing if you're doing a triathlon, like we're gonna have to rethink CEO. I'm trying to get myself fired if you haven't figured it out. Like I used to have a lot more free time. So oh, man. um but yeah, I think the athlete ambassador, we're, we're evolving it. It's, it's still part of our repertoire, but it, as far as exactly what it is, I think that's, again, going to evolve into something that's going to pretty much, I think, work itself out to what we, uh, what it will be. Yeah. I think after, you know, COVID and New York Presbyterian and Ryan Larkin Field Hospital, we had to put a lot of stuff on the back burner. Yeah. And we, rethink a lot. And rethink a lot. Cause we got, we got called into that and we saw where we fit in. And then after the fact, we were like, this might be the thing, you know, guys want to, this is where we need to start focusing. So that was the transition piece, supporting the soft medics. And so that's where we've started putting a lot of our focus. Yeah. Well, again, like with TBI awareness, yeah, TBI awareness yeah. I mean, you're one TBI away from forgetting who you are. What? I just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just say hypothetically that one of us had to show the other how to do a blood pressure today. <laughs> oh no, again. <laughs> nah, dude, you're taking blood pressure on the calf, man. You're killing it. <laughs> Dennis just gave you that good CTM look as we talked yeah. about earlier. Like, well, well <laughs> what'd you do now? <laughs> bold move, Colin. Let's see how it plays out for him. Again, I'm trying to end cl- clinics early. <laughs> you almost did. <laughs> I ain't trying to be the best at working hard, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so what are the programs that we got? Let's bring this back around. Yeah, I think that's, um, I, that's, is that not enough? You um, so your, uh, your international liaisons, yep. uh, do you have essentially the same programs working in other countries as well? So we haven't closed any program to them. The issue is uh, translation of skills and um, I guess uh, scope and all these other things. Well, that you, go- you, governing bodies. Governing bodies. Yeah. Great. There you go. Dang, that was good. Did, Where did right? that come from? Uh, the doctor back there <laughs> yeah. whispered it in my ear. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's the governing bodies. Everybody's different. You have NATO soft medics, right? Yep. Who, who NATO Sockham's kind of remember or a mirror image of, um, you know, American Sockham's, and mm-hmm. we understand that program. Uh, but then, you know, people who are in Greece or Singapore or all these other crazy but, countries. But like, 90% of the countries that you read off earlier. Right. Yeah. That we couldn't place on a map. 5% of the countries. 
years later. <laughs> like Canada? You mean? <laughs> well, sorry, boys. <laughs> what they're, are you talking about? They're busy. Everybody. Everybody. They're watching too. hockey right yeah, now. Yeah, they they're are. drinking Labatt Blues yep. and, and watching hockey, yeah, boys. And, and, and now probably smoking weed because they <laughs> can do that too. Yeah, it's legal <laughs> there. So. Cool. Another thing Canada's got. <laughs> Free healthcare and marijuana. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, that's uh, so. Our the problem is we can't really translate a lot of this stuff. We're not closing off any programs to anybody. That's why we need those liaisons, people in their countries who are like, hey, this is how this translates to our medics. Our medics can do this. They can't do that. So, like I said, we had soft medics come in. We're not cutting off the grant, the education grant to a soft med or international medic absolutely is open to them as well um and i feel like there's not really going to be any programs unless it's there's some legality behind it that's going to be closed off to an international medic so well and i think what what helps with the soft medic or the international portion is like with anything if you are if you know in a program if if you know about and heard about and have the documentation about a program that's already written Mm -hmm. if this is already being done and they're able to take that and go hey my country this is what America is doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so us building the this ability and this process here in America and then building it up to where hopefully one day it puts us out of a job, hopefully. You're being a real Republican right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, America here to just create, everybody's going to be doing that. But I mean, like, think about it, though. Like, let's not be so arrogant. I mean, the Thor network is not, that wasn't starting in the U.S., it's, yep. Nor- it's Norway, right? Norway. Yep. So no, I'm not. There's a lot. There's a lot. The Sam season in America is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Stay on track. <laughs> Greatest country in the world. <laughs> Greatest country. America number one. Back to back world war champs. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, so, but if we build that, and then we're able to give that to our our soft medic internationals, uh, and they go, hey, these people, <laughs> <laughs> these people, what do you mean these people? Which is great to say in these times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so so we do that and then uh and then they take it and just kind of yeah don't reinvent the wheel yeah and so we um i think we have the nato soccer program which i think we're actually learning a lot from the nato soccer program i'll say this one reason i wanted to involve the international side of the house was i found myself at soma time and time again or samsa as it, it, going to the samsa and then migrating towards the international track because there's so many lessons learned because I've, I've been deployed with international SOS, mm-hmm. Finnish SOS, Belgian SOS, Canadian SOS, and I've had, I've learned so much from them, not understanding that they're deploying in a myriad of no. countries. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. Of different countries that we're not, yeah. or, or, or their, 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 their privileges and their, you know, what they're doing are completely different. And so you go there and they're like, well, this is what we're doing with freeze-dried plasma. Or we're like Towton Reboa and, you know, Finns are like, cool man i threw like five of them in last week like what do you want to know about it (laughs) i think that's we there's a lot to learn from our international partners so bringing them in has has really been uh a breath of fresh air has been super informative covid yeah i was gonna say boom covid when the covid thing was happening our our um our little team room chat which uh with the 10 pound brains i mean our, our international partners obviously saw that before we did and we're feeding and we're feeding us information yeah. and and we were disseminating it as needed or who wanted it mm. and it was 
I mean, honestly, mind blowing. Well, and uh, petrifying. Pe- yeah, my, absolutely because, terrifying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when me, you hear Italy and Spain talking about their numbers and things they're doing, like at the beginning, they were like, I don't know if you guys know, but this is you. You guys are in for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. It was like end of days. <laughs> it's the worst. Oh my God! What are we getting into? Like I they, stocked up on MREs <laughs> for the first time ever. <laughs> After. Mike talking to us. I was like, well, this is it. This is it, boys. We're done. Got my <laughs> canoe and my gold. <laughs> I think it was, I mean, shoot, it had to be, what, probably every every day there was a new paper oh, and yeah. person talking about something to yep. deal with Spain, Italy, Singapore, uh, I don't know what other countries. Like, tons of people dropping in like, hey, look, this is what we're dealing with right now. Yep. That, that immediate feedback, I think, is what our team room... Um, and for the listeners that don't understand, SOMC has a team room. It's a closed team room only to select individuals from different places that we bring in because we think they're influential, but it's also a resource. So another thing SOMC has, you email, drop a DM, send a text, do whatever. That's going to get fired off to our team room and we're going to put it out to the masses and you're going to get, you're going to hear something back probably within hours, right? I mean, what was some of the Wazoo stuff we've had put in there? Let's it's going to happen. Envenomation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that popped up. I mean, Dennis, you remember the envenomation? Of, yeah. So I, somebody was asking about the protocol in Africa, and then we got it from the source, and he was like, this is what it was. This is where we, why we did it, and so on and so forth. So I, those things like that, it's, I'm not saying it's like a, a telemed resource or anything like that, but it is, it is a, a resource for, for anybody who has a question. And well, we try to get that to out to our team room and feedback. Cause we want to hear from the horse's mouth, like whether it has to do with blood, has to do with well, animation, COVID. And, and with that, that is part of the SOMC. It yeah. is, is part of that you get that access as a member. So if you're not a member, please join number mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Numero dos. Numero dos. Uh, see, international. <laughs> <laughs> Numero doso. Um, you have that ability to to hit us up and and us put it in the team room yeah and again you want to talk about a place where i have no business being (laughs) is in that team room because you're not wrong i i don't think i've answered or texted in that team room in a hot minute yeah but because of of the doctors the pas the what the flight nurses the flight medics the soft medics it's like when a question gets put out you literally get this question answered by every angle and you 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 kind of i don't want to get on a soapbox but what's great about it is you may feel intimidated as a soft medic with all those docs in there and there's a lot of doctors nurses and pas in there but then you immediately get a fire back from a soft medic who's like yeah sorry no this is the reality of Mm. what we're dealing with on the ground not our doctors and everybody are great. They're they're great mentors to us to help us make us better. But at the end of the day, the soft medics like this is the actual thing we're seeing, or this is what I would consider on the other side of the house, which is great. You know, you have that freedom and to to say those things and do those things and get that feedback back to the end user. So. Um, so you mentioned you know please become a member multiple times. Yeah. Uh, how do you become a member? Well, you. <laughs> The old interwebs. Yeah. It's used for other things than what you might use it for. <laughs> so if you head over to the website, www.somtaxi-c-c, um, I'm sorry, I'm just ingrained with the military. Uh, let's clarify. <laughs> if there's only one of those. 
He said them in three different ways, but it's one. S-O-M-Dash-C dot O-R-G. O-R-G. I just just had a stroke. O-R-G. All right. www.som-c.org. You go to there. You can click to sign up, um, become, and that's it. You get become a member. Um, You you do get vetted. You do get vetted, so... This is where some people get frustrated, but go ahead. So, um, you have to provide a reference, um, like with anything, um, we don't want people just like, oh, I'm a soft medic and get the, the access and everything that you do get from being a soft medic. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a place for references in which, uh, Kate, our director, follows up on yep. and does the due diligence in that portion. Yep. But we also have a soft enabler, yep. um, which is anybody who is not soft but works directly in support of soft. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, a doctor, so a battalion doctor, a you know somebody who's who's worked to support the special operations medic in any in any way to make them better, they get soft enabler access. And then you have soft enthusiasts, just people who are interested in what it is we do. They want to learn more their access is different. It really doesn't change very much between the different um, groups. It's just there are, again, like we said, programs that will always be free and always be available to the soft medic. That's why we have to go through a vetting process. There's a form that goes out, fill it out. It goes to our director. She vets every single person and then gives you your access. And and with that, we haven't talked about this, but oh no, uh, once a week-ish? Once a week, the oh, newsletter, the journal club, the journal club. Yeah. Ricky, yeah. yeah Ricky Ditzel, man. So Ricky fires off a journal club every week. Sundays is, is it's usually, time. yeah, usually Sundays. And it's chock full of educational material on, you know, current research thing, programs that are going on, so on and so forth. But that goes out to everybody who's a member. So, okay. yeah. So, so that is one of the benefits of and why, you get why the webinar as well. You and get and you get the webinar. Uh, so there's again, uh, what do you get when you become a member? That's it. You get the 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 journal. You get the webinars. Yep. Um, and then if you're a soft medic, obviously you get more. Yeah. And if you go to the website and you go to our merch section, you can get you a sweet llama. <sighs> we need to talk about that, by the way. We just call it merchandise. <laughs> our merchandise section. I've been meaning to Come say. Oh man, I gotta bro vet a little. Merch. So <laughs> you were talking, yeah, you were dogging on bro vet earlier. Like, dude, get some merch. <laughs> you get some grunt style swag. Did you come up with that while doing speed reloads in the mirror? Oh god! <laughs> why did I even invite you to this? I don't even know why. You Still. didn't. Dennis just set up. I was grabbing another beer, and, and I was like, "Oh, dude, sweet two mics. Don't mind if I do." <laughs> One was for Dennis. <laughs> yeah, you and you and I are doing two guys, one mic. Anyways, I swear it's a professional. <laughs> uh, you, guys, you can grab some merchandise. We have a sweet, uh, some sweet llama swag um, and uh, stickers. No drama, trauma llama. No drama, trauma llama. And uh, I, Dennis is rocking one right now. Hey, I was in the gym this morning. And he, came, he was wearing a shirt over that, and he came by and he was like, "Oh, check it out!" And I was like, "Oh, I see it." So there has been a, a large request for the COVID llama. We did it for a short period of time. I think we're gonna have to bring it back. Uh, yes, but with our up and coming, uh, uh, there will be a new shirt on coming out soon to support. A, yes. A, so again, go to SOMC, follow us on Instagram um, at SOM Coalition. At SOM Coalition, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our to our podcasts, and and these are things that 
uh, when we release them, it, you'll be in the know, and and that way, be sure to get uh, get that merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to see this continue, and you want to help us out, and you want to support the Softmatic, donate if you can. I think that's a great way to support the Softmatic and the programs that we're trying to do. So. We need support. We need to be able to offer the grant. So if possible, drop by the site, donate, buy some merchandise, merchandise. <laughs> oh, I caught it. I appreciate it. <laughs> I know you do. man. I like your pronunciation oh, of that word. God. <laughs> <laughs> you abbreviated merchandise. <laughs> I want you to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I got the next like 18 hours. To think right. about <laughs> well, awesome guys. Hey, uh, thank you for taking a, uh, hour roughly out of your probably next four hours worth of sleep before we hit this again <laughs> yeah um i really appreciate it yeah no, th thank, thank you, you very much it. and it's been uh it's been awesome listening to your podcast over the years yeah. so thank you yeah man appreciate it yeah i appreciate you lying all right thank you <laughs> podcast be sure to go to our website www.prolongfieldcare.org find us on facebook youtube instagram subscribe and stay on the bleeding edge of combat medicine this is dennis for the pfc podcast all right boy it's way